Hello and welcome to this episode of the Dallas Christian College Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Spees, the Director of Advancement here at DCC, and we want to thank you for joining us as we continue in our series that we have titled, Our Calling. This episode comes on the heels of our summer rerun series that concluded a couple of weeks ago. In this podcast series, we focused on hearing from our department chairs, various staff members, and coaches as they share their passion as program leaders and discuss their vision and program distinctives. In this episode, we're pleased to welcome one of DCC's newest staff members, Mariana Galanos. Mariana joined us in April as our Director of Student Life and Engagement. Welcome to the DCC Leadership Podcast, Mariana. Thank you. It's good to have you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Mariana was born and raised in Valencia, Venezuela, and she moved to Texas in 2015 to pursue her education. She earned her biblical studies degree from Christ for the Nations, and then in this last year, 2022, she graduated from Criswell College with a Bachelor of Arts in Psychology. She has over four years of experience in higher education, and as I can attest and have already seen, she loves connecting with students and fostering a sense of belonging. Mariana and her husband Juan have been married for almost a year now, and facilitating our discussion with Mariana is the head of DCC's Practical Ministries Department, Dr. Eddie Sanders. Dr. Sanders, I'm going to turn it over to you as you begin this episode of Our Calling. Yes, hey, good to be here. So to get rolling in this series with you, just the opening question tends to be, what's your calling? So just share what's your calling and how did you intentionally find it or stumble upon it? And just kind of walk us through that season of your life. Yeah, um, well, f- to get to my calling, I got to give you a little bit of backstory. So uh, in 2015, I moved from Venezuela to Texas to pursue my education and I was 16 years old so at that time my calling was just many things and nothing at all it was just sort of trying to get used to what life my new life was going to look like and I came here with the intention of uh, studying psychology and going to counseling and doing all of those things um, however back in 2018 I started working in higher ed first um, as a student services associate and then the Lord opened doors and he allowed for me to work in the student success department um, in which I served for a year as a student success associate and then a year after that the Lord opened another opportunity for me to work in uh, in the student success department but as a student success specialist and so throughout those four years all that time the Lord was really working in me and what that calling meant because growing up in the church um, I think I had a very like overall idea that my calling was just to serve Christ and if I wanted to do psychology then I was just said that I needed to do it in a counseling setting I didn't know how to expand it beyond that but the Lord was throwing a passion for higher education and so I really didn't know what to do with that passion or what to call it if it was calling if it was just the season that I was in um but more and more uh as I started interacting with the students and I started you know working with 
my former boss and all this different activities that we were able to create, all the different avenues to connect the students, to plug them in. Um, the Lord really revealed to me that this is not just a passion. This wasn't just something that um, was a season or a phase in my career. This mm-hmm. really was um, the Lord calling me to his kingdom. And so just the way that I started looking at it is, you know, that picture that I had in the beginning of, you know, my calling as a Christian is go and make disciples. You have to be a missionary sure, to fulfill yeah, your calling. Yeah. I grew up with uh, missionary parents. Okay, and so okay. uh, that picture of your calling in a church context just looks like leave everything and go yeah. and um, fulfill the Great Commission. And I was like, okay, how is that going to be translated if I just stay within the walls of a school yeah. and doing higher education? But now the way that I see it, the way that I look at it is um, I think my calling in higher ed can be seen uh, in three, I guess, three different perspectives. So strategically is important because of the the age of college students when they're coming in, the stage of their lives is, you know, even if they know what they want to do here, at the core, there's always like the question of how am I going to get to what the mm. Lord is calling me to do? Yes, uh, maybe even some identity questions and all these things. So this stage of life is very important. Yes. And I think we have such an important role in that, uh, especially in the student services department, student development. Um, we have, you know, firsthand um contact with the students to engage them in opportunities for them to discover that that the Lord has called them to do. So strategically important time uh, to be doing ministry in a college. Uh, Secondly, it also sort of connects with the mission field because when you look at a college, you have all these different backgrounds and all the different, you know, uh, ethnicities and all the people that are coming, even if they're from Dallas, they have different backgrounds and different experiences and so to bring them all together to this life you're fulfilling the great commission in a way you don't need um to go and leave everything and move to haiti to fulfill the great commission it's in the cafeteria it's happening in the classrooms and so i think from that perspective the lord also gave me clarity and peace that i am doing the great commission and the calling that he's called me by being in here and then the third part will be you know it is culturally significant I think as administrators, as educators, we need to understand that as the DCC vision says, we are forming people of influence to go out and influence the culture. And so what that means to me is realizing that what we do now, the strategies, the events that we create, the mentorship programs, it has an impact in their lives, but also an impact that goes to goes out goes beyond the walls of the college right. as an impact in eternity and yeah. so touching all those three things you know their status of life the mission field that we have here and then the cultural impact and influence that we can get um, the lord just gave me peace to say this is not just my day job this is not just my nine to five this is my calling and um he showed me in those three ways how what I'm doing is fulfilling what he has for me. And so that's that's very striking. And Scott, I'm going to ask you to recount those three for him on, uh, to the listeners here. That's a very helpful perspective. List those three for us again. 
Yeah, so she said uh, recognizing that our students are in a very unique season or stage of life that's foundational, yeah. uh, that DCC is a mission field as well as the, you know this area of Dallas, Texas, yeah. and, and we can fulfill the Great Commission right here within yeah. our walls, and that uh, obviously the, the cultural diversity of our campus means that uh, what we're doing here is very culturally significant, and we can have an impact or an influence on our culture. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. I saw you jotting that down with one, two, three. Yeah, so I said, let's back up and go over those because that's that's profound and helpful. And when you can really articulate the components of your calling in that manner, that's very clear that God has been working and pushing and moving and working things out. Th- thank you for that. Let me yeah. back up to something you said and shared in your story. So you're in the Student Success Center. Mm-hmm. Your work and its life, you're, you're figuring stuff out. Was there a moment or a season or a face where you just kind of sat back in your chair or got in the car on the way home and turned the radio off and said, you know, I think this is it. Mm-hmm. Did you have one of those moments or was it more of a season? What that look like for you? Yeah, I wish... It was just a moment like the Lord just said, this is it. I think he revealed those three things that I talked about throughout my time. Um, It was the words of encouragement from the people that I was working with, just seeing the value in meeting with students. I think it was more of those... um, You know, part of my my job of what I did was working with at-risk students. Mm. And so whenever you have you know, the success stories of a student sitting in front of you and then you seeing the progress throughout the semester. You know, we started at rock bottom week yeah. one and then it's week six, <laughs> week uh, 16 and they're like, I passed my classes. And I'm like, yeah, this is, oh, you know, it yeah. seems so minuscule for them. We're just like, this right. is just passing a class, but you know that the Lord was yeah. in throughout all of the semester, throughout the semester and just the different things they were working um to provide to the student that I think just really clarified that that's what the Lord had for me. And then, then again, how he just showed himself to me in those three things. Um, I definitely owe a lot to, uh, yeah, Jeremy Bue. He was uh, my boss and he really allowed me in that time to explore those, uh, that Colin yeah. that I was having, I was very honest with him and was like, I think that this is it. Wow. And so he, uh, you know, opened the avenues and the opportunities for me to explore that. Mm-hmm. And just really grateful for that because, yeah, I think without that, I would still be, you know, considering what that would look like. But um, it was also, I was a senior when I was doing yeah. student success. And so it was a time of my life when I was like, okay, grad school is inside. So right. am I going to do what I thought I came here for, which was counseling? Yeah. Or am I going to pursue this new thing mm-hmm. that I have a passion for? And so. Uh, that's that's helpful. And I just can't help but share this image with you when you're describing your work there. I, I just see in five, eight years, you know, someone looking back on their journey mm. as they're kind of getting locked in their calling and, and living that out in a position or a role somewhere, and your face comes to mind, mm. and they look back and say, you know, that was that was God. That was the Lord working through her 
for me and just kind of passing that on. So that's a very powerful description of your role Mm -hmm. and God working through that. And I'm thrilled that you'll be doing that here. It's really encouraging. (laughs) So you're at Christ for the Nations in Criswell. What did you walk away from those schools with that uh, you're grateful for and you're bringing here? Yeah. Um, Well, I don't know if you already picked up on this, but moving from Venezuela to here uh, meant that I was coming on a student visa. So I was an international student. And that was a challenge in and of itself. And, you know, how do you, at 16 years old, reveal a home? How do you make this place your own? I didn't really speak the language that fluently. I didn't uh, understand my host family 90% of the time. It was very challenging. (laughs) I was by myself, did not know many people here. And so uh, going to CFNI, finding a community there, going to Crispa College and making it my own space, um, fostering a sense of belonging like you were selling before, that is the one thing that I really did take with me, and that's the thing that I want to bring to DCC. So when I think of college, I think of a second home now, not just because I was – I had to make it my home, but because, you know, we have students that are coming even from Texas, like they're coming from San Antonio or Houston, like this is still not where they were raised. Right. And so it is so important that we as an institution do everything that we can to make this a place that they can call their home. And so my commitment to the students, my commitment to the staff members, the people that I work with, is to make DCC a place that they can call their home. Yeah, so... You hit at something that is so true. I think this is probably a fair statement, but many of the students and even us that work here come to this place with challenges and things going on in our lives. So in a couple senses, what would you say to them if they're like, just, oh, this is too much? What, What would you say? Yeah. I think, it, I mean, I say that, like, on Monday morning, so, like, yeah. it's just too much. Yes. Um, it is. I say recognize it because it is. Mm. I don't think you need to downplay the, you know, the challenge to colleges. Yep. Like, you are allowed to feel the weight of it. You just are not allowed to get stuck in that. You my encouragement to the students even to the staff member is look for those people around you that have the tools to help you succeed in college because it is a great thing it is a challenge um i have have emails sitting in my inbox right now of students saying like hey this is really overwhelming i have no idea what to do and prepare for a new student orientation and i'm like yes it is a very difficult time in your life like i was saying in the beginning like one of the first things is uh they're status of life like without even adding college being a 19 year old kind of sucks sometimes <laughs> it is a lot to try to figure out like at 18 they're telling you that you have to know everything that you want to do with your life and go study it and so uh i think first just recognize that it is difficult but then also recognize that you're not alone and so if you're coming to a place that has a clear vision of you know who they want you to become and then also have the tools and yeah the avenues to make you belong and to um 
you know, help you become that person, then you're not alone. So yep. it is difficult, but there's hope. <laughs> That's good. Just as a reminder, uh, since you hit on it there, and, and there's there's so much in what you just said and so many different avenues we could go down, but the, the school really is here, and we come to work to live out our calling and help students find their calling. Mm-hmm. In an evil world, in a challenging world, and just a life that throws one more thing after you, what what can really keep you moving forward is your calling. Mm-hmm. And that uh, is so often ignored in so many aspects of our world. But if you can be focused on your calling, remain focused on your calling, and walk with the Lord, as as you just described, there's richness there. Mm. Uh, there there's purpose and meaning that matters beyond just paying the bills and moving forward and getting a degree mm. and all that. To kind of shift around, what what do you miss about Venezuela? <laughs> Man, so much. Uh, the food. <laughs> um, I miss being surrounded by mountains. One thing I didn't know about Dallas is how flat it is. Yes. <laughs> and how much <laughs> I got to drive to see even a hill. <laughs> uh, yeah. I miss I miss a lot. I miss the weather. We're on, you know, right in the equator. So that 70 degree weather all year round is priceless right now when it's 102 degrees outside. <laughs> so I, I did this just so I could intentionally say this apparently in this moment. But back in our winter, <laughs> it got down into single digits in here in Dallas. And I went for a run and it was windy and nine degrees. And now my my run was terrible. But I at least get to say this today when it's going to be a hundred and hundred and nine. Yeah. Oh, is it a <laughs> yeah. nine? Well, oh, it'll feel that way. We got an excessive heat warning. Yes. This yes. Well, that, yeah. Those are on every day. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's helpful. So one more, and then we'll turn this back over to Scott. What do you see the purpose of Christian higher education mm. as? Like, why do we do this? Yeah. Well, if you look at society right now, if you look at the culture, if you look at everything that is feeding their students uh, in their state of life, um, I think we have a great mission in our hands, which is to reshape that culture, which is to feed the truth to the students, which yes. is to turn yes. them back to the light and to say, yeah. you know, um, you want to be a, you know, businessman or you want to be a lawyer. There is a Christian way to do it. Yes. You, I think what we mistake is by saying like, oh, we need more pastors or we need right. uh, more chaplains. Like we do. I mean, there's a grading for all those things, but we also need people who are, prepared with the foundation of, you know, a Bible and theology who are not just serving at a church. Mm-hmm. We need people in, um, you know, different offices that are like in government. We need people in those places right. that have a Bible foundation. And that's what Christian education can do, not just to prepare the pastors, but to prepare everyone uh, who wants to influence the culture. Absolutely. That's excellent. I want to just piggyback. You said something just in passing that I, I want to remind our listeners, because I, I deal with this a lot 
with our average 18, 19, 20-year-old who's here. You said you're, you're getting questions from students who, you know, I, I, I've got to have this all figured out, and I don't, I don't know, you know, I've got to make a choice in my vocation mm-hmm. right now. And I just remind you, you are not doing what you thought you were originally going to do. Right. Okay, even five, six, seven years ago. Uh, your, your season of life has changed, your stage of life. And so I just want to remind, uh, you know, our listeners, especially if you're a college student and you're trying to figure out, you know, what's my next season, your calling is what's most important. Because if you are committed to serving God and following his plan, your profession and vocation is probably going to change. Mine has changed several times throughout my life. Uh, and I'm certainly not doing right now what I thought I'd be doing when I was, you know, 18, 19, 20. And, uh, and so I always tell our, you know, students that I'm working with, hey, you know, keep following God and those doors are going to open up and, and it, will, it will become very clear where you're supposed to spend your eight to five, okay? Mm-hmm. But if you're focused on your calling, that's never going to change. So thanks so much, Mariana, for sharing and just yeah. letting us get a glimpse of your heart for students, your heart for our mission and your heart for seeing students uh, succeed. I'm glad you're here. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the DCC Leadership Podcast. And if you'd like to learn more about Dallas Christian College and how we can help you discover your calling, uh, you can check out our various degree programs and scholarships by going to our website at www.dallas.edu. That's www.dallas.edu. And we would love to connect with you and help you find out where God wants you to uh, to be focused. We hope you've been encouraged and blessed. Have a great day. Take care and stay safe.